Joe Biden. We need to count on Joe Biden. I feel like we've found him enough. Yeah, man. I don't want those puppy dog eyes to get worse, man. I, I think I know why he showers with this dog. Yo, he's a furry. Oh, oh. He's puppy dog. Hey, ride with me if you ride with me. You can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast stick. You can get high with me. That's a deal, right? Ride with me. Oh, what's up, guys? It's Soul, your your favorite uh, political commentating channel out there, with uh, the best three people in the world. We're back again. With episode 19. Um, it's almost episode 20! Exactly. Wait, wait, Soul 19? Our oh, podcast no. is legal now! Let's go! Let's go! Technically, it was legal at last episode. Hey, 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 hey. We don't, we don't talk about that, alright? <laughs> what the? You're, you're validating my point here, man. Shut up. Anyways. I mean, technically, our channel is what, like six, seven months old? Perfect timing. Anyways, uh, uh, <laughs> I, I, my I'm name is. I'm a dirty D2 casual. Yeah, I got D2 casual. I'm King Chow. Season 2, never coming out. Chow Chat, December 2022. Like Dead Chow. Uh, anyway, I'm Sonny. I'm your football nerd. And uh, we're going to be talking about stuff. A lot of stuff, oh. as always. Yeah. Uh, yes. Oh, and and make sure uh, if you like the content that we're producing and you like the things that we're saying that we're not supposed to say, make sure to leave a like and subscribe and click the bell. God, that sounds just so, so non-artificial and so not cring. Cring. Yeah. <laughs> cring. What is cring? Alright. Cring. You don't know what cring is? It's like the it's like a Pringles thing. No, it's like not like. Is that no, like Craig? It's pretty cringe, but you don't know what cring means. Alright, right, that's pretty cring in itself. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Alright, let's start off with the Joe weekly Biden. Joe Biden slam. You already Joe know. Joe Biden. So uh, people are starting to regret voting for Joe Biden, or they're just not liking him. You know, as he does his job. Over the the previous week, there's been a uh, trend to say "fuck Joe Biden" in a large crowd, and uh, we'll show that up on the screen right now. That's awesome. Joe Biden! Fuck Joe Biden! Fuck Joe Biden! In regards to the fuck Joe Biden movement, it's actually quite funny because these are large crowds, probably filled with Democrats and independents who are also going along with the chant. Irony. Yeah, yeah. so this just goes to show Biden's in trouble. His poll numbers are certainly reflecting that right now. He's in the 30s. He might get into the mid 30s. Who knows? Um, and those are approval ratings of Trump. Yeah. So, like, yeah. The, the thing about approval ratings is having low approval ratings doesn't necessarily mean that you're a bad president, right? Just necessarily. Mm -hmm. It just. Um, approval ratings, it, how do I say? They're kind of like. Uh, they're kind of like YouTube comments, right? Or, or specifically YouTube dislikes. Um, when you have a lot of YouTube dislikes. It means that you're you're a very controversial person. You make a lot of very controversial takes, and a lot of people, uh, maybe, maybe you just said something really stupid. But it's also equally likely that you were just very controversial, and they disagreed with you. So, in that way, approval ratings are basically a metric of how much of the populace actively disagrees with what the president is saying and doing. Not necessarily that the president is bad. However. It's important to remember that Joe Biden's campaign was all about being the compromise president, the centrist vote, about being the one that unifies the country. He didn't start his base on being controversial. That was Trump's take. That's why Trump had such a low uh, approval rating was because he was actively trying to bait people into hating him. Joe Biden was trying to do the exact opposite, albeit not very well. I mean, you know, debatably, you know, threatening to nuke citizens this isn't exactly a crowd pleaser, but I'm assuming at his age he didn't really know that. Point is, um, he wasn't trying to be antagonistic, he wasn't trying to be, uh, you know, mean-spirited or whatever, uh, because he was trying to be the anti-Trump, and that's exactly what Trump did. Uh, 
so then why is he getting the same approval rating? Well, it's because he actually is a much worse president. Normally, uh, approval ratings don't necessarily imp uh, imply quality. But in this case, uh, considering he sucks at being the anti-Trump president, which was his only real thing that he was trying to uh, run for in his uh, election, in his election promises, in his election campaign, was essentially just being the anti-Trump. And then he couldn't even do that with things like the immigration blunder that we covered, I believe, last episode. Was it last episode? Yeah, it might have been. Yeah. Yeah. So he sucks at being the anti-Trump. But whatever. Maybe he's got some redeeming qualities as a president outside of the leftist agenda. Maybe he'd get some centrist sympathy. Oh, wait. Afghanistan happened. Yeah, oh, bro. wait. He's been completely, like, zealous <laughs> in taking down every single one of, uh, like, Trump's um, laws and bills and votes and everything he's ever done in office. Oh, wait. He was genuinely trying to be the anti-Trump president, and when the immigration thing happened, he just threw a hissy fit instead of doing anything. Bro, it, it's hilarious. It really is. Not, not because clowning on Joe Biden is, uh, like, my drug, although it kind of is, uh, but, like... He literally failed at everything he wanted to be as a president. And he hasn't even been president for, like, two years yet. Yeah, not even in, uh, for, an, like, a midterm. So not even is, a midterm. This is just great. This guy was touted as the foreign policy master. He was supposed to somehow wow us and make us wet with his foreign policy skills. Uh, of course, um, without giving in to the, the dirty, evil Russians that elected Trump, of course. Yeah, the only things that are what is his hands, because he definitely has blood on his hands right now, with all the people that are dying in Afghanistan. <laughs> so, it, it's just amazing to see how this all played out. And, look, I'm not going to lie, I never thought Biden would be this horrible in terms of his policy decision making. I thought he would be a nobody president, you know? Yeah, but, like uh, Obama. Oh, well, well, not really. Not really. Obama first yeah, term. Really Obama, Obama first term. Obama first term, yeah, but I thought he'd be more mild than that. Yeah. No. Not yeah. even close. He's way worse than Obama, even with his second term. Yeah. Way more radical. Essentially, uh, Joe Biden is Ob what Obama third term could have been. Except actually, without, like, the race card. And it's everything Obama wanted to be. Right. Like, yeah. Joe Biden is just Obama part two. You know. No, part three. Obama, part three. I mean, I guess, yeah. It's actually Obama pulling the strings. Oh, God. He might be the puppet master. Exactly. I mean, maybe. But honestly, I, I think Obama was equally just as much of a puppet as Biden was because... Uh, well, not really, because at least Obama actually had a functioning brain. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> but uh, the thing is, right, they're just, they're just all subjects to the party. They got some fucking Orwellian, like, shit going on with their uh, 1984 uh, politics is religion head-ass takes. And, you know, that's how you end up with all of these presidents that just end up doing more and more radical things all in service of the party. Yeah. I just find this whole situation kind of funny, especially since most of these chances shout out in college football uh, games. Because now it's the running joke of when people go to the, those games, they're like, oh, I can't wait to hear the fuck you Biden chant. Which I also find hilarious because the stereotype is always that uh, colleges are the absolute worst in terms of uh, the amount. Liberalism. Well, not even just liberalism, just hardcore leftists that have just yeah. been completely brainwashed by the college system. And, you know, mm -hmm. there is some truth to that. I, You know, I, I've known some people who have really just been... Uh, absolutely, like, brainwashed and just completely personality-wiped by college uh, yeah. just to blindly believe leftism. I, I, that, I've seen that with my own eyes. Well, these colleges are Texas A&M, uh, I believe Oklahoma, and I believe Ohio State are the three ones that have these chants the most. Oh, so I don't know. okay. Because, like, from my perspective, I'm thinking of, like, California colleges. Because those ones yeah. are really bad. Those uh, ones too, oh my goodness. Colorado's still pretty bad in terms of uh, leftism, right? Colorado's yeah. still very much a blue state. Uh, even if people 
believe that a Republican might win the governorship. That might happen, but it's don't fool yourself. It's a blue state. Bro, honestly, uh, with the way that uh, you know leftism has been spreading across America, uh, hot take, there are no such things as red states anymore. There's purple states, there's blue states, and then there's indigo states. If you're in an indigo state, if you say anything that even remotely contradicts the democratic view, um, you're done. <laughs> like, California is a good example of an indigo state. A blue state that has been so just purely blue for so long that has just been completely swept up by socialism, by Antifa... But all of these different, you know, leftist ideologies that have just sort of mingled and mushed together in Silicon Valley and, you know, parts of Hollywood. It's, I, I don't know, man. Living in Cali, bro, that um. that is genuinely one of the downsides of living in Cali. Is every time you say something, you have to watch your back if some, like, Antifa super soldier is going to look up who you are. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of, like, honestly, it's, if there was freedom of expression i think we wouldn't mind showing our faces on the internet but because of what chow mentioned we are very scared honestly i mean i'm kind of i'm kind of playing it uh close to my chest but even i'm kind of in danger because i don't know yeah. my, my face has gotten out there before uh, you know it's been connected to king chow before and <laughs> you know i am a, a little concerned that one of these days i am genuinely going to be canceled but uh okay do, you know. doing a little research where Texas A&M is, I know Texas is like, oh, red, red. No, it's actually pretty um, moderate and closer to the left. So if you really think about it, this really shows how literally the left is regretting voting for Biden. Again, and I think purple, Sunny... blue, indigo. There is no red anymore. Right. I, I think Sonny made a good point there, right? You don't expect uh, certain groups or certain uh, areas to, to say fuck Joe Biden or, or be remotely uh, somewhere in the middle. And you, you particularly see that in California with Latinos. Latinos in California... Um, don't you mean about. Latin X's? Uh, excuse my... In no, no yeah. we're not doing this again. That is, no. <laughs> no, Latin no we're not having, we've had that debate like three times already. In this. We did. Yeah, uh, anyways. Uh, particularly with Latinos in California, right? Latinos could care less about Gavin Newsom, who's facing a recall in three days, right? 14, yeah, three days. three days. So Newsom's biggest fear right now is, does his base actually care enough to go out and vote and make sure Larry Elder doesn't become the next uh, governor? Or do they care enough not to vote for uh, a Republican and vote for the, uh, the Democrat that's leading the polls, right? That's Newsom's biggest fear, and Latinos could really care less. It's about, like, 54% of Latinos don't really care if Newsom's out of office or not, and that's a huge subgroup of the Democratic Party's uh, voting base. So, yeah, it's very interesting right now. We'll see how it plays out in the midterms. Yo, get, go Kevin Paffrath. He's leading the polls right now. Well, I hope Elder becomes the governor, but honestly, anyone's better than Newsom at this point. Yeah. To be honest, yes, that is very true. Uh -huh. Gavin, Gavin Newsom, uh, m more like uh, Gavin Bad some. More like oh, I thought you were gonna say who some. More like Gavin, Roasted. get out of my freaking uh, state some. Yeah, Roasted, dude. got him. Got him. Got him. All right. Okay, so uh, let, let's see what what else is Biden uh terribly blundered on so. Uh, you know, people are starting to hate him. Uh, okay. Approval ratings. Oh, yeah, boy. You mentioned that. Oh, yeah. God uh, damn it. Well, right. well, we can talk about Biden going to New Jersey. Oh, that's right. right. Biden went to New Jersey. Yeah, he was very he was encountered by some hostile people who obviously did not like him. Otherwise known as Americans. Oh, what? <laughs> Is that a hot take? <laughs> yeah. Just like when Kamala went to Puerto Rico, he's Biden didn't see the same thing in New Jersey. To be honest, like it's unclear what they were uh, like upset with Biden. Maybe everything he's done. Maybe Hurricane Ida. Maybe yeah. Afghanistan. Who oh knows? yeah, yeah, Hurricane Ida. Yeah. Oh, right that, now, that was, I think that was, that was the main reason why they were 
like angry at him because they didn't really do much when Hurricane Ida hit. Although considering yeah. what we talked about with the approval ratings, it could be a lot of things. <laughs> it could be all of the above. I'm surprised AOC is not protesting in the streets, you know, after what she said about her abuelita in Puerto Rico. You know, uh, abuel abuelita. <laughs> abuelita. Dude, she complained on Twitter a couple months ago, like uh, something along the lines of, yo, man, my grandma has to live in poverty because uh, Donald Trump didn't send aid what? for Hurricane Maria uh, victims. And what people are pointing out that she uh, purchased a Tesla. Yeah, meanwhile, AOC And she rejected Tesla the houses. GoFundMe thing. She rejected the GoFundMe thing. It had close to $100,000. She said it was harassment. And she has two homes. Just saying. Oh, she, oh, she has two homes, not four homes. Still, though. Can't, yeah. can't give uh, a poor Abuelita one of the homes. Yeah, Tough. she literally has two. One in New York and one in D.C. The D.C. Uh, one is steps away from the capital. So poor Abuelita. Poor, poor Abuelita. Poor Abuelita. Poor Abuelita for having a Abuelita. fucking shit granddaughter. Yeah. Hashtag Anyways. thoughts and prayers. Hashtag womp womp. <laughs> Hashtag personal responsibility. Hashtag just be better. <laughs> just be better, yeah. <laughs> just be better. All right, let's move on to our next topic, right, guys? Wait, our favorite topic. No, no. no. Oh. Oh, you, Joe, have, you have more? No, Joe Biden. We need to clown on Joe Biden. Well, we've clowned on enough. Yeah, man. I don't want those puppy dog eyes to get worse, man. <laughs> I'm start crying. I just stopped bawling. Think... Bro. <laughs> if only. Maybe I'd actually start liking the president. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, ciao, furry. Ciao, Ciao for, for Biden. Uh, okay, okay. Next topic. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, next, yeah, our favorite it. topic. Our favorite topic. So this is an update on the Afghanistan situation. The Taliban is being canceled. But first, uh, uh, some some spicy some spicy news from the Daily Mail. Uh, we, we got some leaked emails again. Remember remember the first time leaked emails were relevant, like with Hillary? Uh, Hillary <laughs> Kennedy? Oh, uh, yeah, Dr. Fauci. Okay, now we got some leaked emails that prove that uh, the. What, what, what state are we talking about? What? The United States? Uh, I'm not following. You mean the State Department? But which, which state? Department. No, that's a that's a, that's an organization. Yeah, it's an organization. Bruh, okay. It's called the State Department. Is it, yeah. It's just called the. Okay, fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the State Department, right, blocked flights from evacuating Afghanistan, even if they had U.S. citizens on board. Yeah, Oof. That is bad. That's so Oof. bad. Like you have your citizens there, and you're not gonna let them come back. Like what? Yeah. I mean, look. Sam. Biden's been horrible on this since the very beginning. Yep. There was no reason for us to give up that air air base, uh, that privatized air base. There really was no reason. Like, yeah, okay, literally no one. The, the no thing reason. is, right? I, I I I'll keep saying this until the day that I die. I was in favor of pulling out of the Middle East at some point when it was technically advantageous for us, but we actually could have stopped the war. We had a very tactical advantage. The Taliban was kind of afraid of us. And then Joe Biden was like, eh, this will make me look good, right? I'll just end the war right now at the end <laughs> with so many people dead and all the money and all the equipment. And I'll take back, like, what, a thousand people? That'll be enough. Yeah, I mean, look, there was no reason for us to leave that airbase. We could have evacuated so many more people from that airbase. We could have had a strategic uh, uh, place in Afghanistan to combat terrorism. And we couldn't have given the Taliban $80 billion of weaponry. That's yeah. bonkers. So, the, the fact that, you know, the State Department is is doing this, or they block some flights containing American citizens, doesn't surprise me in the least. It just proves that there are probably more things uh, Joe Biden is hiding from the American public that are worse than this. Because eventually this will all come out, right? Hopefully it's before the midterms. Although, <laughs> it's important to remember that while the government is hiding plenty from us, uh, we're not allowed to hide anything from them because the Patriot Act is still there. Still there. 
and they want to go for Bitcoin. Bro. Yeah. Yeah. I lost money this weekend. Bro, that was the one thing that, like, the real reason why we wanted, um, you know, the war on terror to end and the situation going on in the Middle East uh, and our involvement in it. We wanted yeah. it to stop because they were, the government was using it as an excuse to spy on citizens through the Patriot Act. And it's still there. How is yeah. nobody talking about this? Oh, right. Because it's not relevant. <laughs> what do you mean we're talking about it? Go, chow, rant yeah, on it for an hour. <laughs> like always. Uh, it says the liberty, doing the, doing the real hard work. Ranting about things no one else will, with nothing <laughs> happening, because we have ten subs. Seven, no, what do you 17. mean, 17? Three in the last 28 days. Oh, yeah, bro. We're growing. We're balling. We're balling. Alright. Okay. So, uh, that was uh, pretty pretty embarrassing uh, for yeah. uh, the U.S. Just, uh, Quite an understatement. Yeah, yeah really kind of a amazing. kind of a kind of a major blunder got yep. there. Uh so what else? Um Oh uh here's a little here's a little nice uh throwback. Remember when uh like instead of calling it things like critical race theory or intersectionality or uh you know just straight up leftism in general, you know it, it used to have a name. And it was called feminism. Uh, you know, like, back at the stage one or the stage two feminism. Mostly stage one was the most reasonable. Uh, you know, back when women were just trying to get civil rights, trying to get the right to vote. You know what? That's that's respectable. That's honorable. Uh, but then it kind of went off the rails with uh, stage two and then eventually stage three. But one thing that, you know, I would say, you know, 2015, 2016 leftism... Uh, you know, it was definitely crazy, but everyone knew it was crazy, so it wasn't really taken seriously. Now in 2021, I cannot say the same, unfortunately. We live in hell. Or clown world. Or both. But, uh, a little, a little nice, uh, bit of irony and karma has come back in the year of our lord, 2021, uh, to, uh, completely own the libs. Women in Afghanistan are being banned <laughs> from playing sports. Yep. Boom. Got him. Scored. Ballin. They're actually the upside of Afghanistan, especially in the Olympics. They've actually won quite a bit. Um, so they're the prominent side of the sports spectrum. Yeah, it's, and, it's yeah. quite crazy. You know, these are the people that Biden somehow trusted to evacuate Americans into the Kabul airport, and um, looks like they're not following uh, respecting the women, as they told Biden. So. I mean, we've seen the videos of them respecting women. Dude, yeah, man. Feet in their face, that's that's respectful in their religion. Exactly. Very, very yeah. respectful, yeah. That's a show of respect. Yeah. Beating, beating them on the street, you know, that's very respectful. Beating is more of like a soft hand play. It's it's a show of affection, really. Yeah. Exactly, and it's making them more resilient to more beatings. Right. Exactly. Making them stronger. Their system for coronavirus. Exactly. <laughs> 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 that was kind of fucked up, but. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, we need okay. for the next topic, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So. Um, that, that's a little, that's, that's a little bit of, uh, tasty irony. Uh, another thing. Oh boy. Oh boy. So, that was a little bit of irony and a little bit of karma for 2016 leftism. What about 2020 and 2021 leftism? The Taliban is painting over George Floyd murals in Afghanistan. And now... Oh my god, the flip, you could have seen it happen. You you really could have. You really could have. Caught in 4K. Caught down astronomically lacking, okay? Leftists went in the blink of an eye from I, I stand with Taliban, fuck America, uh, you know, whatever. <laughs> uh, you know, end capitalism, uh, I stand with the Taliban, stand, stand Taliban to... 
Hashtag Taliban is over party. The Taliban is getting cancelled. And they don't really care. I mean, come on, what did you expect? Um, yeah, so yeah. The, the Taliban uh, is being very based. And uh, the only it's, time, the uh, only time they're being it, it's based. It's not their country. Why should the Taliban really care? And, the whole uh, George Floyd movement happened in America. So why should they care? Why uh, should the Taliban care? Because be it's a global problem. Excuse yeah, me? that's how the left presents it, right? That's yeah. why you see movements in the UK, Germany, France, um, predominantly European countries also adopting George Floyd and connecting somehow in some way that the police are systemically racist in their country, which is just mind-boggling, you know? How is that even possible? But still, I get where it comes from. I'm not justifying it. That's what I'm saying. But yeah, um, man, that was, uh, that was, uh, something. Yeah, we, all three of us support the Taliban doing this. Uh, yep. So that she No. Deadass, deadass, I hate the Taliban. I really do. <laughs> Damn it. Why, why are you making me side with the fucking Taliban on this, man? <laughs> to be honest, like, they're really good at combating the left. Honestly. Ironically. Okay, the, the, the Taliban, the honestly, um, you know, I hate them, but, like, they know how to meme. That's the exactly. truth. They know how to meme. The left can't meme, but can't. A anyone who says, oh, it's actually the right that can't meme, they're just coping. They're coping hard because they can't meme. The left can't meme. Now, the thing is, the Taliban is not inherently... Okay, I guess it kind of is just because, like, of uh, how they treat, you know... Um, women and lgbt but it's not really a political thing to call the taliban right wing is kind of missing the point but um you know uh still it is kind of funny because it's like both sides are uh uh endlessly committing the other side of being unfunny yeah. but really when it comes to this the taliban is just like uh epically trolling the american left um, I mean, if you remember, they were doing this, uh, you know, in last episode, uh, Soul 18, uh, we were showing, uh, the Tal- I think, yeah, I was thinking of Soul 18. We were just showing the Taliban just sort of working out in an American- Oh, well, it's 17. Oh, it was 17! Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was 17, yeah. They were just straight up, like, working out, uh, in, uh, uh, an American, in uh, in, in a palace? In the- yeah, I believe in the palace, uh, right, right, Kaika? The presidential palace, correct? Yeah, that yeah. One. But, like, bro, uh, look, hate the Taliban, fair enough. I do, too. Th they suck. I, you know, I, I really just wish we nuked the Middle East already. But the thing is, oh. the thing is, the thing all right. is, all right, they can meme. They can meme. I'm just saying, <laughs> they, they're clowning on them. And, they're, and the left is, they're crying. And you know what? That's kind of funny. <laughs> Not gonna lie, <laughs> I shouldn't. I shouldn't be laughing at this because, again, I don't know how much I can say it before my voice gives out. The Taliban are a terrible group of people, and I don't support anything they do. But God damn it, this is really fucking funny. <laughs> They're just yeah. clowning on him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, the Taliban do a little bit of trolling. They have a good way of combating the media and leftism, so. That they do. Should they should teach those classes in college. The Taliban should teach that. All right. Should we move on to our next topic? Uh, why not? Oh, yeah, All sure. right. So our next topic is Texans being Texans. Oh, here we go. Yeah. So for some context, uh, Texas, like the state, introduced a law where you could sue someone, an individual can sue another individual for having an abortion after a certain point in time. I think it was six or eight weeks, one or the other. Now, even though this is, like, technically this is unconstitutional, there is one problem with the, the case of bringing it to the Supreme Court. You can't really sue anyone, all right? So in order for a case to be brought to the Supreme Court, you have to sue, like, an entity or, or a certain person right 
you can't sue a, a, an entity because the person that will sue an individual for having an abortion after a certain amount of time didn't make the law. All right. They're just enforcing it. And you can't blame the people for enforcing the law. But you also can't sue the Texas government because they're not enforcing it. So it's in a weird situation where, yes, uh, saying that abortion after the certain amount of time may be unconstitutional, but nothing can be done about it. So the Justice Department is suing Texas over the abortion ban, and it says that it's unconstitutional. Um, what do you guys think about this? I mean, I don't see the point of suing them. I don't see problem with um, the law. Right. It, it, it's going to be a very difficult case to make from the Justice Department. Because this is obviously going to go to the Supreme Court. And um, the Supreme Court will have to decide whether they have to take up the case or not. And, um, you know, it, it's hard to say where this will go. It, either could, it could go either way, honestly. Okay. Um, yeah, that's all we have to say about that. Um, but, personally, you know... Oh, wait, what? Uh, yeah, you could go, you could go. I think we have oh, the same idea. Yeah, I was, I was just going to say, um, you know... Uh, here we go again. Uh, uh, personally, right, when it comes to... I, I think abortion is... Um, you know, it's a very hot topic. I don't really get it. I mean, I, I get that it's important that we figure out uh, what is and isn't okay when it comes to, you know, terminating a fetus. And it's definitely important that we have this discussion... But we, we've been having this discussion for years, and, you know, it, okay, the the thing is, uh, when it comes to, like, other, like, really hot-button issues, like police reform, or gun control, or, you know, any of this other type of shit, it, it directly involves, you know, the lives of people, and it directly involves, like, essentially... Uh, how violence is distributed, whether it's, you know, uh, in the hands of just the state, or if it's in the hands of the people and the state, or just the people, or whatever. And it in inherently, uh, you know, uh, defines that. But abortion is about inherently very uh, personal decisions and personal value systems about the worth of a human fetus. And the problem is it inherently relies on subjective definitions and you know when you look to the constitution for answers you know the constitution you know are there any points in the constitution where they bring up the morality of abortion no none in the constitution which that's, is why that's what i thought so right which is why people dislike the roe v wade decision because uh the justices decided that Abortion should be constitutional out of thin air, which doesn't really make sense either. But I guess yeah. I guess the point is, you know, look, the Constitution is a very very good measuring stick to tell the morality of things that have to do with the balance of violence, the balance of power, essentially balance. The Constitution is a document of balance. That that's how I see it personally. Uh, but the abortion isn't really a, a matter of balance. I mean, I guess it kind of is, but that's just more a question of the authority of, you know, uh, the state versus the authority of the individual or, you know, the group or whatever. And I think if we're going to be talking about abortion from now on, it shouldn't be about whether it's moral because... I don't know, you gotta do some real, like, mental gymnastics to say, deadass, that killing a fetus, no matter how early in the stage, is moral. I don't know, you gotta do a lot of backflips to argue that. Yeah. But I guess my, you know, the thing is, that's not really what should be asked, because it's not really relevant to what anyone's talking about. We're not talking about whether it's necessarily moral, or whether it agrees with human sensibilities. We're talking about whether it agrees with a piece of do with a piece of uh, legislature that that's already been written. Yes, it's an alive document, but it's meant to be only added on to. If there's no base, there's nothing to add on to. There's no real way to make abortion constitutional because there was no uh, s you know uh, citing in the Constitution that made it 
not constitutional. There was no citing about it at all. Because it wasn't an issue that was really available or brought up at the time. This is an issue that should be brought up without... Fuck, I, I, I've sort of written myself into a corner here. Without really considering the Constitution. Normally, I go by the Constitution in every way because I really trust it as a founding document. I don't trust the state, but I trust the Constitution. Usually, the Constitution is a good measuring stick. But... There is nothing in the Constitution about abortion. We should be treating this as if it was a problem that has never really been discussed before when it comes to the Constitution. Because it hasn't. Which is why it should be decided at the state level. Exactly! Not, at the, not by the Supreme Court. It could also be decided by the federal government, right? But it has to pass Congress. Right. And... That, that the Supreme Court says, you know, and also kind of, that yeah. would that would leave it very available to partisan politics, which I don't know. I don't think I like that. I, I mean, obviously, some partisan politics is inevitable, but like, I guess my idea is if you leave it up to the states, uh, you know, you're gonna have some states that are going to allow it, and some states that aren't, and then you can just sort of align yourself, uh, you know, like geographically with what you believe in. That was sort of the idea of leaving things up to the states, was if you didn't like something, you could always just move to a different state. I mean, yeah. it's kind of impractical, but it, I mean, it's better than having it federally enforced, where the only solution is to go to a completely different country. Which, let's be real, nobody does. I mean, come on, once you're in America, that's kind of the last step. I don't see a whole lot of people emigrating to Canada, although a lot of people talk shit about it. They're always like, I'm going to move to Canada if Trump wins the election. Uh, oh my god, Trump win the election. I'm moving to Canada right now. And then they never do it. Yep. Anyways, we kind of got off on a tangent. Um, this situation is very complex. If you ask me, I think this shouldn't really be a federal issue. Uh, I'm kind of still surprised that we're still talking about abortion like this late into the game. Uh, and why we're bringing up the Constitution. Because the Constitution says jack shit about it. That's it. Alrighty, let's move on to our next topic. So, recently, and I'm talking about, I think it was literally a day ago, or two days ago, Joe Biden announced his new vaccine mandate policy. <clears throat> and the, the big takeaway... Angry. From, yeah, the big takeaway from the speech is that he wants to enforce a policy, the executive order that would mandate um, um, workplaces to have vaccinated individuals uh, with more than 100 employees. So, from just a, a, the practical standpoint, if you have more than 100 employees, you have to have them get a vaccine. That's how it works. Obviously, the right is pushing back on this because this seems like a huge violation of civil liberties. Um, and Jen Psaki was, uh, like, ironically asked about this from Peter Ducey, and he said this. Um... So he, he just clarified, is if it's a requirement to have your workers vaccinated if you have over 100 employees, she said yes. And then Peter Ducey said, okay, why don't you mandate that migrants at the border also have the vaccine? She never answered that question and moved on. So uh, that, that's amazing. It was so yeah. funny. She's she just like, that's correct. Next reporter. Yep. It was so funny to watch. It, it definitely was. I don't like... Personally, I don't know what else to say about this topic because I just laid out that it violates civil liberties, mm -hmm. right? And that's about the end of it. Mm. Um, there's also a case to be made about vaccine, uh, uh, or excuse me, uh, what, what is it? Immunity via transmitting the virus. So if you already had it, your immune system is actually better off than you getting the vaccine, mm. right? So there's also some questions about that. Like, yeah. what if you could prove you already had COVID? Do you need the vaccine? And, well, uh, I mean, the, obviously you will just because it's not really about being vaccinated. It's about having the vaccine badge. Yeah, which is why leftists are pushing for the uh, the passports. Yeah, no, I gotta say, um, I'll say this till the day I die. Fuck the passports. Fuck the mandates. Um... I think that getting vaccinated is a pretty smart choice 
uh, outside of the political ramifications. Just because it, it, it does protect you more than being unvaccinated, uh, if you can get it. But, seriously, um, the mandates have got to stop. And I got to say, uh, you know, I said this before uh, when we were talking about um, uh, fully vaccinated Tom Lakeys. Uh, but I got to say, um, you know, the, the Democrats are really just making me wish I could get the vaccine taken out of my arm. Because, uh, honestly... This this is just this is just so. Fuck! Can I say this without getting canceled? Oh fuck it! This is just so like. This is just so. Like, you have all these people who are being so fucking zealous about getting the vaccine that you get the vaccine like it's a badge of honor, and if you do not get the vaccine, you're literally killing people. You're literally stabbing people. You're going into hospitals and you're unplugging people's life support one by one. You're going into hospitals. You're bombing hospitals. You're bombing children's hospitals if you do not take the vaccine. It's it's ridiculous. It, it really is. Yeah, somehow people are being uh, compared to the Taliban if you don't get the vaccine. or if you're oh. vaccine, Which is just oh, amazing. So like stupid. Last time I checked, I don't pummel women in streets and rape them in my basements and hold them as slaves no so, no no quite the comparison no you do by not being yeah, vaccinated dude. every woman that has ever gotten covid you've personally stabbed in the chest 17 times and raped <laughs> yep and beat in the street yep. yeah publicly in front of children yeah and all your uh misogynistic man buddies had a good laugh out of it yep yeah, yep right. yeah yeah just amazing Cool. Uh, We're good with that topic. Yeah. Satisfied. Uh, All right. Should, uh, should we talk about the Texas one? The Texas what? This one. Oh. What? No, I'm oh, right. Shit, we have uh, more to talk about for Texas. Yeah, we could talk about that. So, uh, Sunny, your chat, you can take it away. Okay. You want so, me to, you nah, want me to nah, nah. All right. Nah. All right, you get, it. you do it. Okay. So. Going back to Texas for a little bit, I know, clowning on Texas, again, re really gotta get some new material, but trust, um, this is actually kind of based. Um, Texas signed a bill that stops social media platforms from banning users for their political affiliation. Poggers. Hell yeah. That's uh, actually if, if If Trump saw that, he'd be crying. Withdrawal. So, if Trump goes to Texas and becomes a Texas citizen, right, and he his house is in Texas, does that mean he have to he has to go back on Twitter? How does that work? I don't know. I, I'd like that being put to the test Bro. because I, I doubt Twitter will abide by Texas's um, law. Well, then that means uh, if you're in Texas, no more Twitter. <laughs> Bans the whole Texas. Even Texas in your bio, banned. <laughs> Yeah. You have to use a VPN to get into Texas to see Trump tweet. <laughs> Bro, at this point, honestly, Texas should just be seceded from the Union, but not geographically, only on the Internet. So you have the American Internet, and then you have the Texan Internet. And in order to access the Texan Internet, you need, that's right, this video's sponsored NordVPN. Have you oh, ever I wanted wished. to? <laughs> NordVPN sponsor us, please. Please sponsor us. I'm gonna email them right now. Please, please, please sponsor us. We'll say really racist things. We promise. No, we won't. No, we won't. There goes our sponsorship. Let's <laughs> go. There goes their sponsorship. There it goes. Ah, oh, that's a win. Ah. Uh, no we're money. So close to making no one dollar. No money. So close to making one dollar. Uh, Bro, do you know how much NordVPN sponsorships give you? Do you know how small our channel is? <laughs> irrelevant. <laughs> yeah, irrelevant. Bro, we're paying NordVPN. We're not even monetized yet. We have a thousand subscribers. Yo, a thousand subscribers? More like ten to the fourth. You know, we have ten to the one. We're almost <laughs> there. We only need three more. Oh, yeah, and we need four thousand uh, watch hours. We have 29. Yeah, you know what 4,000 is? Uh, 
40 to the 4th. And you know, we have 40 to the 1th. We only need three more. We got this. <laughs> Alright. Let's talk about the 20th anniversary of 9-11. Oh, shit. Very oh, tragic. Fuck, now it's going to be sad. Fuck. Okay. Um, for, for, for context, we're recording this on the 20th anniversary of 9-11. Uh... It's 2021, it happened on 2001, and, uh... Yeah. So let's just, uh, let's do, like, 11 seconds of silence to honor the people that died uh, during the um, attack. what about 11.9? Nah, let, let's, let's do 11. this. 9. Since there were two towers, and uh -huh. since, let's do 11 seconds for each tower. But... So 22 seconds. Mass. Let's just, uh... Keep it to 11 just so I don't edit it out. Nah. Okay. 22 because seconds. Just 22.9 seconds. Okay, fine. Now that we have honored the people of 9-11, we move on to our next topic, which is make Twitter great again. Great Child, topic right after that one. Oh, here we fucking go. Okay, so, Twitter. Terrible website, right? Back me up here. Twitter sucks. Does suck. Sucks glizzies. On the daily. Okay, so... <laughs> There has been a resurgence of Trump supporter right-wing content on Twitter. I'm not what? joking. Nah, right-wing hashtags are finally starting to trend again. That just doesn't happen before. I, um, I had a couple uh, screenshots of it on my Twitter because I was like, a am I dreaming? They're anti-Joe Biden tweets. They're pro-Trump uh, tweets. They're hashtags. They're actually genuinely trending i'm gonna pull it up right now um i can't believe it. okay um on august 22nd hashtag trump 2024 hashtag biden is a disgrace bro this is real yeah this was trending in the politics tab two different things trending in one day and then like, uh, oh, yeah, so this was on August 20th, so two days before. Trump was right, that was another hashtag, and impeach Biden-Harris now. And by the way, these are not little hashtags. They were trending. Uh, the first one was trending worldwide, and the second one was trending in the U.S. We're looking at 11.4 thousand tweets for hashtag Trump was right. And 25.1 thousand for hashtag Trump 2024. This isn't normal. Twitter is a terrible website filled with political toxicity and, and a suffocating leftist slant. This kind of content, I thought, couldn't exist on the platform. Look, am I a Trump supporter? Absolutely not. I mean... Trump made some good calls, but frankly, he's cringe. I'm just being real. But seriously, I'm not happy that this exists because I like Trump. I'm happy that this exists because it proves that maybe Twitter isn't as terrible as we thought. Maybe other types of uh, viewpoints and ideas can actually genuinely exist on Twitter. This is the start of something. What do you two think? I think a lot of the times that, because I'm on Twitter quite often, a lot of the times people like leftists are using this hashtag to clown on Republicans or people on the right. They're like, if Trump, what was the hashtags again, Chad? Like one of them, just list one of them. Um, hashtag Biden is a disgrace. Yeah. So like if that happened, if like that starts trending left, a leftist will be like, 
Hashtag Biden is a disgrace question mark. Well, what about Trump? He got impeached twice, which is like, bro. So yes and no. Either it can be the return of some semblance on Twitter or it's just it's nothing. Yeah, I also feel like it's not really a big deal. It, with the internet, things fluctuate. It goes up and down. So unless it's like a constant, like, yeah, the Republicans are actually going on trending like every day for like a couple weeks, then no, I'll be like, okay. I'm Twitter saying, is going good. I'm saying it's a start. A start, maybe. But it might not actually be a start. It just could just be one of those, you know, variants that happen here and there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. I don't know this next topic, Chelsea. So you're going to have to. Yeah, I don't know oh, okay. anything about this topic. Okay, so we got along a banger topics here today. Um, so the next one. Huh. U.S. farmer fined $5,000 for growing too many vegetables. That sounds like communism. Oof. Grew too many vegetables, expect a fine. <laughs> Making too much money, get a fine. Oh, fuck. Ah. America isn't a planned economy. We're a market economy. Seize this shit. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah. There's only a string cap. So, let's see what this reads. An American farmer was facing up to $5,000 in fines after officials cited him for growing too many vegetables on his own private property. Damn. You live in clown world. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, uh, speaking of uh, clown world, um... Do you guys remember that uh, cringe shit that was going on with uh, the pedophiles trying to uh, mask <laughs> themselves as a part of the LGBT community and they were calling themselves MAPS, Minor Attracted People? You sure they're not retards? Mentally I mean, illness people? Uh, yeah. Uh, mentally inaccessible people. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Call them MIPS. Um, yeah, so, something kind of interesting happened, and, uh, I'm gonna pull it up, give me a second. Okay, so, uh, cut this out, because I, I don't have them on standby. Uh, I gotta pull this up, so, uh, just, Not keep just it in, editor, keep it in. Quiet keep out. it in, editor. Keep okay. it in, editor. You know so, what to do. This is kind of a, a banger take, alright? Quote. Oh, and by the way, I'm not going to say too much about the person because we're not trying to dox anyone here on this uh, lovely podcast. But just so you know, they're, uh, they are an authoritarian lefty. I got this from Reddit r slash political compass memes. Jesus Christ. Other people may call me a pedophile, but these are just words people have made up for me. Saying I would gladly manipulate any kid into having sex with me if they consented, of course. I just don't think it should be illegal for people to make their own decisions. Emotional intelligence is a fickle thing. Just like how we shouldn't stop Hicks from having a million kids while not having a job for themselves, we shouldn't force kids who understand what they are doing. After all, who are we to judge who is and who isn't emotionally developed? That is up to the person to decide. Not some armchair psychologist. Really, uh, really out here, uh, preaching. Here we fucking go. Kids can consent. In fact, they consent all the time. Kids are much smarter than you give them credit for. They are children who became grand chess masters. How the fuck is that irrelevant? Are you saying that they are too stupid to understand what being manipulated is like? Damn. Maybe yes. you were just a dumb kid, kid, lol. That was not a stutter, by the way. Uh, oh, dumb kid, I don't know, lol. If you agree with authoritarian authoritarian measures, 
It might just mean that you're an authoritarian. Coming from the fucking authoritarian. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, damn. What do you two think? That was this a mouthful. It's so stupid. Yeah, like, this, is, this is insane. Kids are very impressionable. It doesn't matter, like, even people who are, who are legit 18 are impressionable. 19 mm -hmm. are impressionable. Your brain's not even fully developed until, like, at least 25. Uh-huh. Man. This is just stupid. Okay, but there's more. So. Oh, no. Oh, You know what I'm gonna no. say. <laughs> Fuck! Sunny. <laughs> Sunny. Sunny. <laughs> you know what I'm gonna say. Alright. What are you gonna say? I, I, we might have discussed this before on the podcast. I don't know if we did, but... Uh, fun fact time with with Chow, Sunny, and Kaika. Yeah. Did you know that? Oh fuck! Oh, this is gonna give me a brain aneurysm. That if you are twenty seven or younger, you can legally date a seventeen year old. Amazing. Technically twenty six, but yeah. Only. If you're gay, though. This is stupid. This is so dumb. And only in California. What the fuck? Oh, uh, of course, California. It's yeah, California. California moment. What can you expect? Gas prices are up. Uh, age of consent is down. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Damn. Um. Wow. Um, yeah, I mean, it's kind of like... You could interpret it two ways. Either... Democrats are uh, discriminating against gay people because, or discriminating against straight people because they think gay people are smarter than uh, straight people, or they're saying gay people are stupid, and let's make them more stupid. Or, or, they think that gay people need to be able to diddle kids because it's part of their sexuality. Oh so they're gosh. basically calling gays pedos. Which, uh, which used to be uh, the Christian rights meme. So I don't know where they got that one. Uh. I mean, the LGBT community do cover 45% of all pedophiles. Like, Wait. Recorded. But isn't 45% a, min a minority? Well, <laughs> it would be if the LGBT community did not take only 2% of America. <laughs> so... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. 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 <laughs> so, yeah. Alright. Damn. Okay, so. Um. That. That was a sp spicy flavor of evil. That was. Um. Wow. Um, wow. A um, big. Big load of information. Yep, that was a <laughs> lot of different topics that kind of went all over the place. Sorry for the mess. I would like to bring it home with this final little... Uh, I thought you were already home with the last topic. What? No? We have one more. This is, this is the last thing. And this isn't really a topic as much as it is sort of like... We're taking all the stuff that we talked about... I'm going to wrap it up in a nice little bow. And I kind of want to bring a call back to an older episode. The oldest episode. SJW's Soul One. Uh, Our most successful one and most infamous one. Yes. Back when I had my old Yeti mic and when I didn't know what Discord Do Not Disturb was. Um, <laughs> we've come a long way since then. But I really yeah. wanted to sort of bring back an idea that we talked about on, you know, that, that Soul One podcast, which was the whole thing about SJWs. But I want to posit a new idea. And it's not just that people are kind of righteous and kind of idiots when it comes to big grandstanding concepts. We've talked about that a lot on this channel. We've talked about Ben and Jerry's virtue signaling. We've talked about the clowning that is Joe Biden's candidacy. We've talked about a lot of really dumb shit that leftists have done in the past, what, two to three years? Mm -hmm. But 
the important part about all of this, and I would say the lesson from all of this to gain, is there is a war. There's a war going on constantly. Where is it? I'm, I'm sort of stealing this concept from uh, JREG, uh, another political YouTuber that's way more successful, but I do want to seriously discuss this in our own way. People say that there is a cultural war, more strong than any other war before, more, more civil than any civil war, because it's not even from two groups of people in the real world. It's two groups of people online. It's two groups of people that if you saw them walking down the street, you probably wouldn't be able to tell the difference. Unless they're a soy jack, but still. Like, where is the war? Is it being fought on Tumblr? Is it being fought on 4chan? Where is it? A lot of people would say that the war is at the Capitol on January 6th. That it was in the streets of... Michigan? No, not Michigan. It was Minnesota. Uh, uh, last June. People would say that the war was in Twitter. The Twitter threads. The ratios. Oh god, the ratios. The falling of Tumblr and the massive exodus of liberals to other sites. And in the presidency. How the political pendulum has lagged whenever it landed on blue. And how the ramifications of that have affected everyday people. I would like to posit something else. The war... The war is up here. The war is in your head. It's in all of our heads. People say that they are impervious to persuasion, but like children... We don't ever really stop developing. Every ideology is like a virus. It infects hosts only to spread. Now, you might think that your political ideology is backed by the science, by the facts. And yes, you can use evidence to support your ideas. But ultimately, where is the war? Where is it? It's not on any ground. It's not on soil. It's in gray matter. It's in your head. It's on your online profiles. Not the comments. Every day, you fight a war with someone. Because you fight wars with yourself. I'm not trying to be too metaphysical here, but like, it's true. Everyone is constantly trying to fight you for valuable space in your head. And we've decided to take these positions in this war in our own heads so maybe we could help the battle in others. Because our side is being smushed. It's not even close. And the, the dominance that left-wing ideologies, political, and sometimes not, just generally politically descended ideologies have done in their ability to completely take hold without any room for competition. It's why we exist as a, as a channel. I mean, I'm assuming that we're not making much of a difference with our sub-20 sub count, but it's why we're here. It's a place for us to talk because it's a place for us to put our flag down. Because we're in the war. The war is in all of our heads, and if we don't get some ground, we're going to lose. And whoever wins, I don't know if their decisions are going to be very good for us. Anyways, considering everything that we've talked about today, the shit that's going on with Joe Biden, the way that the, uh, the tables are starting to turn, 
with the awakening on Twitter, with Trump supporters finally being able to speak their minds, with the shit going on in the Taliban, where leftists are literally being trolled by fucking terrorists. And then, on the other side, U.S. citizens being fined for growing too many vegetables. Vaccine mandates for businesses that have over 100 employees. And the unconstitutionality of a Texan bill that bans abortion or just sues, allows people to sue others for uh, having abortions. All of these topics on this and every episode of Soul is covering the events of the war. And for once, it seems like both sides are finally going to start getting a foothold in their and others' minds. But if there's anything to remember from this, it's that you are not immune to every other vibe, both in the real world and in your head. The difference is, in the real world, you can get a vaccine. You can... I guess, if you're a fucking sheep, you can wear a mask. You can socially distance and keep yourself safe. There are things you can do to protect yourself. But in your head, the only thing you can do is just keep thinking and keep saying. And I guess that's what we do. That's our purpose. In a way, we're infecting your head right now. You worry about leaving a better planet for our kids. How about leaving better kids for our planet? Entire generation offended at everything. Getting mad that a human thinks all lives matter. We don't need black or white or left or right. What we need is common sense. We need balance. We're all in the same boat. Why are you trying to make holes? If they sink, we sink. This is madness.